is Andy Wakefield and this is the Andy Wakefield Podcast. This is a place where stories are told that have never been heard before. Our next speaker is a woman who has been working hard to expose the corruption of the vaccine industrial complex, that the big pharma um, that, that, that would want to force your children to take vaccines. I just want to know by, 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 if you guys can stand to your feet. How many of you know somebody, just stand to your feet, how many of you know somebody who's been injured by a vaccine? Just stand to your feet if you know someone who's been injured by a vaccine. Look at that. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's all stand to our feet as we welcome this next wonderful woman who's exposing the corruption of the vaccine and the big pharma industry. Ladies and gentlemen, the producer and CEO of Seventh Chakra Films, Lori. I think I can see her. Gregory. Wow. Hello, Anaheim. How are you? It is such a privilege to be here with you all today. It's always a little bittersweet, though, when I come back to California. Because I had to leave or put 22 pharmaceutical products in my five-year-old to give him an education. And I said no. Not to be prideful about it. I just wasn't going to do it. And the reason I wasn't going to do it is because I worked on Wall Street in the beginning of my career in the late 80s and early 90s. And I was in charge of investor relations for biotech and pharmaceutical companies. Investor relations is a field where you basically manage the messaging and I saw from the inside out profit over people and targeted markets based on revenue generation, not based on what people needed. The pharmaceutical industry pursues markets with products that have big numbers. And they do that exclusively to the point where the U.S. government had to create a program called the Orphan Drug Program. Because there were people with chronic illnesses that were not being served by the pharmaceutical industry because they weren't making products to develop those conditions because there wasn't a big enough payout. So if you think the vaccine industry is doing public service, guess again. I have met doctors around the country who think vaccines are a lost leader. They don't make any money. They're just doing public health. Are you kidding me? Do you know that Pfizer has made to date $25 billion on the COVID shot? And they're not done. Do you know that before COVID, the vaccine industry was a $50 billion a year industry. And that the drug market for all the products that treat vaccine injury, vaccine injury, $550 billion a year. Where's the problem? 
We are at a point in our nation where if we don't wake up and start thinking for ourselves, we have no future. Our children are being assaulted. You have an industry that has no market liability at all. And now you have government combining with that industry and creating mandates. I mean, can I get that business model somewhere? That's crazy. And we're not just talking about the COVID shot. Anybody who tells you it's just the COVID shot is lying. They're either lying or they're ignorant. And there is no excuse for ignorance at this point. No excuse. You have $200 million annually paid out on average by the US government for vaccine injury and death. That's a lot of money. And if your infant or your child dies, flat 250,000. That's all your dead baby is worth to the US government. We have got to stop the madness. We have to. We will have no future. Dr. Stephanie Seneff of MIT did a white paper on autism, the rate of autism. If we continue to go the rate that we are going for autism in this nation, by 2032, that's only 11, 10 and a half years away, by 2032, one in two children, 80% of all boys will be on the spectrum. Okay, take that in. One in two children, 80% of all boys. Where's our army? Where's our first responders? You will not be able to be protected. If China wants to come into the United States, they'll be able to march right in. We won't have any protectors. And that's not okay. We cannot continue to allow this to happen. And fortunately, since I left California, things have started to change. They have. And one of the things is COVID is a gift. It's a huge, big, bad red pill. And I'm sorry we have to go this way, but I think it's what we needed. Because now, more than ever, people are questioning vaccine safety, right? Questioning it. They're questioning vaccine policy. They're looking at real science. What happens when you don't have real science? We all know, because we've watched it happen. Little did I know the Lord was actually moving me out of the way in California. You know where he took me when I left? Florida. So I was very fortunate. United States of Florida, President DeSantis. Very fortunate. 
But we have still work to do. And here's the thing. We have a warrior among us who's been doing this for a while. In fact, when he, he was born, it was September 3rd of 1956. His mom went into labor at two in the morning. She was in London with her family. She really wasn't too worried about the labor because it was her second child. So she kind of knew the drill and she was a doctor. So, you know, she gets to the hospital. Her Really, her biggest concern was getting there on time because she knew she had short labors. And lo and behold, she gives birth to her second child who she will tell you was the easiest baby. He became the grandparents' favorite very quickly because he was so easygoing, so easy to get along with, and no, no, made no waves, no complaints. This young boy went on to become the president of, no, the captain, sorry, of his rugby team. He was best boy, which is the equivalent of valedictorian, in his undergrad, and as a sixth-generation doctor, he entered the world of gastroenterology and surgery, surgeon. Little did this man know, after all his years of education and work, that he would be faced with a situation which for him was very easy. He'll tell you that. But he had to choose between his career and his life and standing up for the children and the families that were across the table from him. And for him, it was an easy decision. I don't know a lot of people that would do that. By standing up for the patients and the families before him, he had to take a stand to question vaccine safety. <gasps> How dare you question vaccine safety? The holy grail. Don't touch our business model. When you go for their money, they don't like it. And in the process, Rupert Murdoch's empire was weaponized against him. And within five minutes, his career was destroyed. And... Rupert Murdoch's son, James, was awarded with a seat on the board of GlaxoSmithKline, who at the time was trying to go for uh, market share, market domination in the UK. So that was their plan. Luckily, when God closes one door, he opens another. And by the grace of God, this man is now making film that is changing the understanding in the minds of humans about the lie, safe and effective, safe and effective, it's a lie. Your L.A. County Sheriff might be watching some of his movies. Inspired me his decision to not enforce the mask mandate based on there's no science. He's what I would call a lino. We need to elect more linos. Because he's right. 
So praise God for that. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my privilege to introduce you to Dr. Andrew Wakefield. You've been listening to the Andy Wakefield Podcast. To continue the conversation, go to 1986theact.com slash membership, where for $5 a month, you can subscribe and access the Andy Wakefield Podcast in its entirety and much more. Thank you.